You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Rambles Podcast. Today is whatever um, this new sun is doing. I need it to stop, or we need the old sun back because, bitch, it is too goddamn hot. And I'm joined by my friend and my co host. Um, This is Candace, aka um, Let's Pack Versus Up and Get It On Up Out of Here. Let's <laughs> get it out of here. Let's let it go. <laughs> because if y'all are going to put 13 niggas on my on my TV screen and it ain't still ain't 40 hits between the, the, the 13 of them, <laughs> leave me alone. And if you're going to put two niggas on stage eating watermelon like some vagabonds, Hello. Leave, pack it up. leave pack it up. us alone. Pack, pack it, it up. up. We are back. It is uh, July. Welcome to July. This some this new heat different. This that global warming heat. Right. I don't like Speaking that. Speaking of packing up, Earth is packing us. Speaking <laughs> of packing up. Um, but we got four shows to give you. I think all four shows were really good. We're gonna um, we're just gonna roll the dice and go into this season finale of VH1 Couples Retreat, which I was a bit shocked at the outcome of some of these couples. But what I will say is a lot of men and women, especially black men and women, they need to go somewhere and talk to the lady, sit on the couch, talk to the lady. Y'all are trying to have healthy, happy relationships when y'all are not healthy, happy people. Mm, Okay. Swaggy P Claudia, Daniel, go, go, go talk to the lady. Go go sit on the couch. I don't give a fuck about Rada and Michael Blackson at this point. They are just here for a check. They was probably not engaged when this show started and they doing all this pretending. They're not together. They are not together. Let's be honest. They are not together. There is no engagement. They will never see eye to eye about this side bitches situation. Leave us alone, please. Leave, leave us and our families alone. We don't care. Hey. Thank you so much. Thank you for okay. coming to my nigga talk. Claudia, you are a weird ass bitch with a lot of issues <laughs> and it shows. And don't and and telling KJ, well, if you're looking for a perfect person to marry, it's not me. I don't think that man is asking you to be perfect. He's seeing your feet. <laughs> 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 Mike, be quiet. <laughs> Ain't no way that man is expected. <laughs> Mike, <what? laughs> that man. <laughs> That man is not looking for perfection. He has seen your feet, honey. Oh, just imagine that Mike over there just walking by. I heard you say that. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? 
like let's be honest but you have a lot of baggage and oh, here's man, that was one of the funniest things i ever heard you say <laughs> and i mean it <laughs> like oh, man, that was good that was really good <laughs> He 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 don't want perfection. He wants you to stop being a mean ass bitch. Yeah, like stop being mean. And my thing is, and also, why are you in a relationship where the intimacy is falling apart? Mm. If y'all can't at least meet at the genitals, where can you meet? Meet at the <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> you a road to me. <laughs> <laughs> If you can't if you can't meet at the genital at the genitals, where the hell could you meet? Right. <laughs> um, he don't if want you perfection, but he you... wants he wants compromise. Nobody's asking you to sacrifice, but right. compromise. I don't understand. Like at some point in relationships, and this this I think this speaks to how much social media can consume our lives, but instead of having downtime with him. You rather get on social media and go live on Instagram and tweet and shit. You got a whole man with who got a whole dick and a whole mouth and fingers and uh, you know to to use at your at your leisure. And you're on Instagram at twelve o'clock in the morning. Come on, bitch, that's weird. Like if you can't meet your boo at Bella Cuches, then where can you go? Hello, hello. Like, come on. It's too much. Um, Cardi always being a mean ass bitch, though. That's why I don't know about a lot of Hello. <laughs> um, Styles P and Ajwa, I think y'all will be okay. I absolutely agree that you have to separate work and personal. Just because y'all run and own businesses together don't mean that y'all have to be in business mode all the time. It's easy to fall into that pattern, especially when you work a lot. Um, y'all have adult kids and things of that nature. So you do have a lot of free time to really chase a bag, but chase each other too. Yeah. Chase, Hello? chase each other too. Hello. I mean, you know, if you want to put some razzle dazzle on it, you know, get you a tail. Hello. Um, Shamari and Ronnie, the only word that comes to my mind every time I have watched this show the whole season, and Mike will tell you, I call Ronnie a dweeb. He a dweeb with low self-esteem. And I'm so tired of him. And this is how you know also Shamari is kind of in that my man, my man, my man type of mindset because your man been running around acting like you cheated on him whole time he wanted to have an open relationship and then wanted to close it because he couldn't get no bitches like you Mm. your man's a hater Mike talking about that's a good reason if any to close a relationship (laughs) (laughs) Mike (laughs) nigga talking about hey bitch you getting too many bitches (laughs) Bring your ass back in this monogamous relationship. I whoop everybody ass. <laughs> like, hey, I can't get no drip. So nah, got, nigga in there talk the about trip. remember when it was just us. You don't miss that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one and only. I miss you. <laughs> nah. 
Shamari was out All here. Right. Get, Shamari was out here getting to the cat. Right. <laughs> and Ronnie, Ronnie up here looking like one. Listen, he look like a snapping okay. turtle. He do. He do. He definitely. That's probably do. why he couldn't get no bitches. Cause he look like a snapping turtle. Like, it's just, mm-mm. no, thank you. I'm going to have to pass, like, on him. But this was, again, she did not step out on their on marriage. That's that's Absolutely one thing. That's, that's, that's really annoying. That's really annoying the fuck out of me is he didn't, she did not step out on a marriage. So to be acting like. You you can't give her all your love and all your trust and love her fully because you scared she gonna leave you for another woman. Well, maybe show up in your marriage how you should. Maybe show up as her husband and stop trying to father her. Maybe do that. And I'm glad she. I'm glad on this last episode she had finally had the gall and the and the balls to br- bring out the fact that. She was thinking about leaving you for that woman because of how you behave in your marriage. You don't need tough love in no marriage. These is not no fucking, she's not your fucking child. That's the weirdest shit ever. Why are you married to somebody trying to give them tough love? We get enough tough love in the real world. (laughs) We don't need no, you you don't need to come home and need no tough love from your spouse, dummy. Little peanut head ass boy. Just goofy than a motherfucker. Maybe I was doing it all wrong. I thought she needed some tough love. That's an adult. That's a grown titty woman right there that you're looking at. That's a woman with titties and has had kids. She don't need your tough love. She got enough tough love growing up, I'm sure. She got tough love and tough titties. Good God. Um... Just hilarious shocked me, but I'm glad she did it. Let that nigga go. He is not in a place emotionally to be a boyfriend to you. Let that nigga go. Let that nigga go talk to the lady. Let that nigga figure out his mommy and intimacy issues because he lost his mom at a young age. So sorry to hear that. But can we be honest here, friend? A lot of people have lost their mothers at very young ages. It is not. I lost lost mine at eight. It is not an excuse to go relationship to relationship, throwing that baggage on the women you're with. I think Jess is a goofy, but true enough in her relationships, she deserves the things that she desires and requires from the man that she's with. And you are not able to give that to her. I'm glad she recognized it. And I'm glad she ended the relationship. Yes. And work on yourself, nigga. Because I, too, I lost my mother at the age of eight. You don't go, you don't see me going around terrorizing women because of it. And I do. And the other part for me is. I'm going to be honest. If you can't fall in love with somebody at, in eight months, when can you fall in love? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm 45 day mommy and that's pushing it. Because <laughs> I might uh, could get you in three weeks. If the vibe is vibing. I mean, if the vibe is vibing, I'm fuck around and bag you, bag you in a week. That's what I'm saying. 
shit, me and shit, y'all shit. <laughs> me and Mike knew Can't what it was. Say. Me and Mike knew what it was. It did not take eight months for us to fall in love. Cause I wouldn't be right. here if it took eight months. If you ain't rushing to bag me, what you rushing for? Who will you rush Hello? for? That man do not want to be with you. I do agree with Claudia about this, that he was going to try to use her for a little come up. It seemed like he was trying to get a comedy career off the ground, but honestly, you not as funny as your bitch and she not funny. <laughs> now that's, that's sad. That's just, that's just pitiful. I want to be honest and say my favorite couple this season was Nick and Kiana. Um, I think that Nick needs to continue to see that lady. Um, I think AJ Johnson did some phenomenal work with Nick and Kiana. Um, I absolutely, you know, see his point of view on certain things because that's a lot of professional athletes when they retire. Hell, we going to get, we going to get to another one when we get to DC with, with Chris, a lot of athletes have to figure out where their worth is after they come off the field or off the court or, you know, whatever the case may be, but they Mm -hmm. have to figure out their value and what, what their worth and who really is rocking with them. And really a lot of these big things, because when you famous and you rich, everybody want to be around you, right? Everybody value you. And now it's just him and Kiana and I am so glad that you publicly apologized to that woman for playing in her face with that Australian bitch with all them extra car parts. <laughs> that bitch, Iggy Azalea, got a catalytic converter and then she calling it a Brazilian butt lift now. She's a catalytic cracker. <laughs> I'm glad that you apologize publicly. I'm glad you apologize nationwide where this is going, where it's aired at. She deserved that apology. And uh, and I hope you really do the work to support her so that she can have something for herself. It's okay. If she didn't want to go back to school and she just wanted to be home and, and focus on that retirement pension that you get, that's fine too. But she really wants to do something for herself. She has a goal set for herself. She wants to achieve it. She wants to accomplish it. Aid her in that because that's only going to make the pussy go woo-woo. You being supportive. Correct. The pussy will be wetter than whatever the hell you was trying to do shooting when you was playing. So, And I'm I'm glad that he told her that she is. She is. You. you okay, friend? These niggas are out. My outside of my damn apartment complex with these fucking fireworks. Oh, okay. It ain't nothing, nothing new. Um, <laughs> I'm glad that he told her that she is the most important person in their family. There is no them without her. And I'm glad that he recognizes that that's his soulmate and who he wants to be with. So do that. And not that, not that alabaster alligator. Alabaster alligator. That's right. An albino cricket. Get up off of you. Get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> An albino sperm whale. Get your ass up you out of here. <laughs> All right, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought this was 
actually a really good season with the exception of Michael Blackson and Rada. I think they found a good, they found a collective of couples who had real issues and they were not just here for a check, but next season, when this comes back, please don't do this. I bring, bring Styles P and Ajua back to host, to host as the host. Leave Michael Jackson, Michael Blackson, I'm sorry, leave that nigga off our screen and get that pie. F- Keep that woman off our screen with her big pie face ass. Because she dumb as a box of rocks. And yeah, please leave us alone. For sure. Um, I. <sighs> I don't know where to go because everything is so messy at this point. Let's go. Okay. Um, Marlo, you are a coward. You're a coward. You're a loser. And you're a weak-ass bitch because when you get called to the table for your shit, you cannot stand in it. Let me say this. You... In that last episode, literally sat around at that table trying to rally the girls to speak ill on the type of friend Candy was. Then you and Sheree gonna go to the spa and shit, talk about let's hug it out. We just feel like, no, talk that big shit you was talking at the table. Mm. Ain't it always those types still got all their mouth, but then when confronted on their shit. Well, that's the other thing that pisses me off about my lord that you talk all this shit you got all this mouth with your old tacky ass but then when push comes to show you quiet as a hoe in church pick a side what what do i always say you can't be a villain and a weak bitch at the same time it don't work like that it do not and should not stand up and in it like you stand up in them terrible ass wigs exactly exactly um, I definitely am very much conflicted because Kenya has been very likable this season so far. Right. I, I, I honestly do not have, you know, aside from that little weird ass shit she did at Brooklyn's uh, tea party that led to a, a, a smorgasbord of drama, but that aside, Kenya really has been on the right side of things this season. She has been staying, you know, pretty much out the way of mess. But I absolutely appreciated her telling Candy what they were saying about her when she wasn't around because they were definitely painting a whole nother. Marlo and Sheree was trying to paint a whole nother picture to Candy when they went to that spot to the sauna. A whole nother, a whole nother thing. And also, I'm gonna say it every episode. I'm not checking in on no 52-year-old bitch who was using her dating a felon for a storyline. And yes, I think Sheree and Tyrone got back together for a storyline to get a check on this fucking show because she don't have nothing else going on. Because you're not going to tell me that you've been keeping in contact with this man since he got a prison. You be back and forth to Philly, y'all be so that y'all can spend time together. And you don't know where the fuck he stay so that when he stood you up, you could have went and knocked on his motherfucking door and knocked his head between the stove and the refrigerator. This is not given to me. It's not adding up to me. The math is not math. It's not mathing. I think Sheree and Tyrone had been broke up. When the opportunity was presented to Sheree to come back and get her peach back, 
as long as she had a viable storyline, she went to Tyrone and was like, hey, let's pretend like we back together and then shit go terribly awry. And 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 I'll cut you in on the piece of the on the piece of the check that I get. Because I nothing do- nothing else okay. makes sense to me. No, you why don't do you know where your yeah, why you don't know where your boyfriend live at? Yeah, because that's at not your, your boyfriend. Because it's not your boyfriend. He in a whole nother relationship. Mm-hmm. No, you deduced it. Uh you deduced it very well, and I couldn't have said it better myself, friend. No. I'm sorry. If y'all were going to bring Sheree back, you could have just brought her back as the bone collector that she used to be in her heyday on the show, because this is stupid. And you, know stupid. What the other, and you know what the other crazy part about it is, Candace? You can tell that it's fake, because even the quote-unquote drama of it, it don't even feel, it don't even, they don't even sell it real. She not even doing a good job pretending to be sad. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I put all my all into a nigga on house arrest, I'm gonna be sad as fuck if he play in my face. Cause bitch, you didn't have to embarrass me like that. I should be fake crying and then like go right in the in the room and then use the rose toy. Like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you, you don't even you don't even sell being fake sad at all, which. I want to talk about um first of all let's go to to drop dropping it with Drew bullshit. First things first, <laughs> I'm glad that um I was very pleased that Sheree called uh Drew a can of busted biscuits cuz she also <laughs> got <laughs> she also got busted lying when we were introduced to her business partner. Dropping it with Drew is some shit that they just that she just is the face of. Her business partner, Jackie, has been running these boot camps primarily in the Midwest for many, many years. And she took the opportunity to make Drew the face of it because I guess Drew is marginally known, more known than Jackie is. But Drew, you lying. Like you came up with this phenomenal idea and shit. And pretty much Jackie is the brains of the operation. You just the face. And guess what? It's okay to be the face of it, but just be honest. What is you lying for? I got a business partner. That's not really no your business partner. That lady owns that brand and you are just, she's using you as the face of it and cutting you a little piece of the profits. You are a brand ambassador. That's yeah, it. you are a brand ambassador. You are not involved in the day-to-day operations. You are not involved in getting these boot camps up and running. You don't even know these routines. How you gonna have a drop it with Drew Fitness uh boot camp and you don't even know how to do the fucking exercises? And that's why I was glad when Sheree pointed out you look like a can of busted bit bus uh busted biscuits because you don't know the fucking exercises. Also. If the if the tights let me let me make this joke. How's gonna how you gonna be the brain? How you gonna be the brains of a fitness business when you fit less? (laughs) You was itching to get that one off, wasn't you? It it came to me. I'm sorry. (laughs) It came to me. Oh if if the tights is gonna look the way they look on charade, bitch, take my money now for she by she by charade. That's what you supposed to be putting out, charade. That's how you do it. Why are you holding yourself up? You your biggest saboteur. I'm going to be honest with you. 
You yes. bitch, you are. We said it last week, and it bears repeating. You are way too fit, way too into fitness. Got way too dope of a body to be holding up. Yo, what could make you a fucking millionaire, bitch? It don't make no sense. The Sheba shapes the, is right there. Yeah, right there. The Sheba, uh, the Sheba Sheree yoga mat, bomb. Boom. The tights you on you, bomb. The double insulated uh, stainless steel water bottle fucking bomb bitch what are you doing get this shit off the ground and, and yes we have joked on you but i hate to see when a motherfucker is selling themselves short because that's what you're doing like that's the motherfucker who need to be working with um jackie that's who need to be yes they, who, thank you I, I forgot her name but yes that's who need to be working with jacket right there she fit by sheree yes it's, it's right there sheree it's she right fit there. She fit. And it's not about and 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 then run the camp, bitch. Never mind. Cause you ain't paying me nothing for my ideas, girl. Not right. We give up too many what ideas. I will, <laughs> well, fuck it. I'm gonna just say it. Fitness not about just weight and size. Fitness is about staying active. And you are a great, great candidate for showing people you can get active at any point and, and stay active. Sheree, you've been in shape forever. And right, what we what years. we saw what we saw coming out of that out of your Sheba Sheree that shit was bomb. Them tights look good and the motherfucker on you. Yes, like the bag is right there, Sheree. The store, the interesting storyline, the actual storyline is right there. It's right there. Yeah, you got all the keys. Open the door, baby. Yes, because that's the real storyline to me. I'm gonna be honest. I never fucking cared about Tyrone. I thought you was dumb for even wanting people to know you was dating a motherfucker in jail. Right. I want to see you get that bag from that fitness shit because fit the fitness world is surely white dominated, and you do the fucking work. You ain't selling tummy tees and shit. You literally in the gym doing the work, yeah. baby. It's right there. Get the money. I'm telling you. Um, get Marlo the fuck off my TV screen. Kenya ain't did shit to you. Kenya hasn't done anything to you for you to be bringing up Mark and talking about her marriage and talking about her co-parenting situation. That's why I say, I don't think that Marlo needs a peach because she really don't add nothing to the show. You taking incredibly vile low blows don't make you an addition or a plus or a positive to this show. You was wrong. You was dead ass shit talking candy. You was definitely trying to corral the ladies up to try to paint candy as some terrible ass friend. And when Kenya told candy and you got confronted about it, you want to act like you the victim. No, you was being, you was being a snake. And I can't oh. wait for the reunion because at this point, Candy is seeing all of this shit. And I know Candy finna be on your motherfucking neck. And I pray she is. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be real. The audacity, nerve, and gall of Marlo to call anybody a bad friend. Bitch, I know you lying. Lying like a motherfucker. You on the show right now that your good, your good, good friend who introduced you to the show can't even come back to. Mm. A snake. Mm. Is what you are. Let's talk about it. A snake asshole. Uh, for sure. <laughs> That's yes. you. And I'm and and Kenya, I'm glad you lost your cool. Quit trying to 
quit trying to be miss i i don't i don't fight and shit beat marlo the fuck up because we know she can't fight portia would have beat you up but marlo can't fight right. marlo don't right, have no right. hands Marlo don't really Marlo. got it. I think you could beat Marlo up. And you de- Marlo deserves to be beat up because everything she said to Kenya was so unnecessary considering how you've been running around dragging Candy's name through the mud every chance you get. Yeah. Marlo ain't got no coof, no hands, no fashions, no wigs, no money for real unless she fucking white men. Like, it's, enough is enough. Um... Can we make can we make this sign your first and last season? It is um it is it's not it has not gave yet. You let me tell you something, Sanya. Okay. <laughs> you are soliciting advice from a nigga named Ralph. Ralph. That's how you gotta say the name because that's the only way it gotta be like from one of them old ass detective movies that was in black and white. That was in black and white back in the day. So round says that yeah. around 10 With the big p.m. TV. Yeah, around 10 p.m. He was set, he he hadn't talked to his wife in 72 hours and he didn't tell her where he was at. A nigga named Ralph. Uh, why are you see why are you soliciting advice about having another kid from a nigga named Ralph? Who then gonna sit up and talk about him and Drew busier than you and Aaron Ross? You you really believe that that Ralph and Drew are busier than a Super Bowl champion and a four-time Olympic gold medalist with Nike deals. Okay, I'm glad we're here because when Ralph said that, I really, I, I almost threw my remote in my TV because I'm like, y'all, so Andy, y'all, you just gonna let this man lie on TV like this? Dead ass. Big bold face ass lie. Like Child. that's one of them lies that should get you beat the fuck up. I'm sorry, because it's because should. it's so egregious. It, it, because you know it's a lie, a blatant lie, in a in in an omnipotent lie, an egregious lie, like dead ass. I like was just Ralph, sitting there looking. what the fuck do you and Drew do that you are busier than mm, people? Nothing. Like you said, Candace, that with these credentials, you, what boy? We don't even know what Ralph do for a living. Still, <laughs> like Ralph, do you got a job? We know Drew dropping it and not being able to pick it back up because she can't do the exercises in a boot camp. But we don't know what Ralph does for a living. And I'm very disappointed that Sonya is having those kind of kind of conversations with a man who doesn't even respect his own wife. Also, it's again with these storylines that we've seen and heard before. Um I don't really care about this whole baby situation other than if it's such a big deal breaker, why are y'all still married? It's giving fabricated for a storyline. I don't think Aaron cares that much about you having a second baby. And I, I don't think you are that against having a second baby, but for the sake of having some type of storyline, y'all are creating tension with it. Okay, I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're here. Because he don't I, seem like he would be that upset if she don't want another baby. And she don't really seem that upset about the possibility of having another baby. Because if the here. only thing stopping you is Mommy Nation, girl, I guarantee you're going to have a lot of time to be pregnant. Because Mommy oh, Nation oh. is not that fire. Hello, let's talk about it. I'm glad we're here because I was thinking, this is how you know that we are veterans at watching reality TV. Because we can spot a fake storyline from a mile away. 
And this is fake as fuck. It is. It, it it is. It's very and it's fake. cause they and it's cause they don't have nothing else. Like the only thing that's that Sanya got going on is this fake storyline with, with with Aaron and this like fake feud or whatever the fuck she got with Drew. That's it. And, and, they, they, and they've got nothing ironed, else. They've ironed out the 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 fake beef with Drew. So now all they got left is the storyline. And you're not gonna tell me that a man who spends that much time away from home um handling his like luxury car service business which that's dope as hell to me um yes. is really beating down your block about having another baby when he's not even in the same state as you a lot of times and then you know what it is? you also know what it is whenever they do it's like we were saying about Sheree, you can tell when the acting because they don't even like you and i think you said it he don't even look that press like even when he talk about it he don't look that you know like Oh, this is just what we need, and she don't even. So it's like we can tell that this is fabricated. Yeah, and, and keep it keep it off our TV screen. Um, next week or tonight on the new episode that's airing tonight, uh, Marlo's gonna be talking about kicking her nephews out, and because she had a meltdown and put them out. And to which I say, much like Kenya said, you're gonna always be the same old Marlo. You're not a good person at your core. And no amount of trying to make us believe that you auntie of the fucking year um, was going to do it. Mar- Marlo going to always rise to the surface. The real Marlo. Right. Like, get off the gas, bitch. We've been to it. And that's why we haven't been discussing that bullshit ass storyline. Because you, how you get mad and talk about putting your nephews out knowing that they ain't got nowhere else to go. But to your mom, possibly. If she's alive, I don't know. But you full of shit, Marlo, and eat a dick. That's where I'm at with that. Uh, speaking of dick eating. <laughs> Segway Jones. <laughs> no, shut up, Mike. Talking about he thought we talked about bad boys LA already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> I know I want to talk about love and marriage DC because um Monique and Chris Monique you are so unlikable and Chris you are becoming much more likable as time goes on and before we get into the other storylines when y'all went to the little fitness thing or the little dance thing or whatever that was that y'all went to I'm really glad that Chris checked you about getting together with your girlfriends and using it as a, a bash uh, Chris type of situation. Yeah, like that was weird. It was weird. weird. And I'm, I'm glad he checked you on it because from what we see, from what we see, Chris he is worked. doing everything in his power to be supportive of your new ventures, helping out more at home, being more hands-on with the kids, establishing routines for the kids, like you said he should do, and so on and so forth. So for you to get together with your homegirls and always talk about what he ain't doing, what he should, what he don't do, that's weird to me. And that's one of those things I feel like you feel pressure to fit in with the girls. Because a lot of, you know, those ladies don't really have the same type of husband that you do. And Chris, let's be honest, DJ Quick, a book, 47 work gigs before he tell his wife about it. And um, Jamie Tyler, he 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 gives me potentially domestic violence vibes. 
when like when his temper flare up and how he treats Raina. So, you know, you don't necessarily, you don't have the same husband that these ladies have. You got a husband that is doing the work mentally, working on himself, not tasking you with fixing him or working on him, but he's doing it, he's doing it himself. He is supportive of everything you do. He is getting, in the past, he may not have been as hands-on with the kids as, as he should have been. But now he has realized that he needs to be around more, be more helpful, and he's doing the job. So there's no reason for you to sit around trying to have a pissing match on who husband is the most inadequate because it's not yours. And you don't have to pretend like it is. And I'm glad Chris checked you about that. Like, it was, it was totally strange. I didn't like it. I didn't like that you did that. Now... I want to get to the guys part because <laughs> we finally meet Kevin. And the infamous Kevin, as they say. The infamous Kevin. And we see an old, a old dog in, in Peter Thomas. Um, <laughs> but we finally meet the infamous Kevin, and Kevin on his Monique shit comes with a binder of receipts to say that his wife is just on some other shit. And honestly, I, I, I don't know who necessarily to believe because I think y'all are both idiots. I Great. think a woman with multiple kids going into a marriage after a year with somebody whose home she's never been to, that is a dumbass woman. And so Great. it makes me wonder why you move so fast winter why did you want to move so fast i believe that the truth is somewhere in the middle between the both of them because i don't fully like believe either one of them i don't fully believe either one of them i think they both may have had a hand in some shady business dealings okay Mm -hmm. and winter wants to detach herself from it so she doesn't lose anything whatever kevin did business-wise um you know, he had a binder of receipts to say that it wasn't what it was made out to be. And so, like you said, friend, it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Because also, how do how does a couple with six kids combine? How was y'all doing all this traveling? Where y'all kids was at? Some who some had them? right. Some not adding up to me. Some don't make sense to me. Like I know it takes a village, don't get me wrong, but also nigga. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's that's what I believe. Now on to I want to drag Winter a little bit. You're a coward, bitch. You a coward. Because when you was talking to Monique, you was having big, 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 big tough talk, big clit energy big, talk. Big titty energy. And then when you got in front of the other ladies, you talking about Monique misconstrued what I say it. Whole time, why would you be I, and I appreciated Monique for this when she went and saw Winter. You had no right to be giving those women's husbands derogatory nicknames other than you was trying to be shady. And then you got caught out there because both them ladies can whoop your ass. 
And don't blame Monique because if you talking to Monique, like this exactly what happened in that moment. And she tell the girls, like, I heard that y'all had some words and the girls like who had words. Monique didn't misconstrue shit. You definitely painted it. Like you was reading down for filth at that lunch where she wasn't present. Whole time you, you, you was being meek and, and mild mannered. Mm-hmm. And somebody should ask you if you mentally okay, because also the way that you have been lying in this situation with the girls, it does make me wonder if you're lying about some details of this marriage that you want to be so badly out of. What lies have you been telling regarding that? Because you damn sure been lying like a motherfucker about this situation. It's not mathing. It's not mathing. It's not mathing at all. Um, Y'all is going to turn into uh targets for elephants if y'all keep letting this white woman perform spiritual work on y'all uh you know what all right, <laughs> all right. Ele- <laughs> elephant is gonna find y'all and stump y'all out if y'all keep betraying y'all's ancestors there ain't no way in fucking hell a white woman is finna do no type of spiritual work on me none zero <laughs> none absolutely not that bitch ain't no ancestor of mine i don't need her to tell me nothing about my spirit my soul what they see who they see how they see that bitch is a slave master you think y'all getting y'all spirits lifted and that bitch is over there putting a fucking hex on y'all An elephant is going to find you motherfuckers at a watering hole and whip y'all's asses. <laughs> I mean it. You know my nerves so bad. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but um, the way Jamie treats Raina it it definitely is very reminiscent of mommy issues. He's got mm-hmm. mommy issues and you could tell. A lot of men have mommy issues. And you can tell. You could tell. You could tell he got mommy issues. A lot of resentment towards women in general because his mother was not there. So also I just want to say when they were sitting down talking to the lady, the um <laughs> the colonizer. I will say, like when uh, I think it was, I think it was Rainer. Like when they was bringing up like divine feminine energy and masculine energy and all that shit. I I rolled my eyes so goddamn hard. Yeah, just cause, they, just cause you know, like cause we see them, you know, them type of girlies and the men, you know, like on social media and all that shit. Is I was just like, Ugh. no, really, I was just sitting there like, okay. But you're absolutely right on his. He he just is has a lot of resentment um, because of whatever deep seated mommy issues that he has, and it shows. And it it it, it, it seeps into his to his his relationship, his relationship with women out not you know outside of his his wife. It just you can tell he just is not a a kind person because of his issues. Yeah, absolutely. Just in the way he talked to people. Absolutely. 
it's, it's, it's very awkward. It is. And and we're going to see finally that Monique and Chris have created the perfect storm for Winner versus Kevin next week because yep. they're they're planning to do like a couples retreat with, and they're going to have some therapists there, sex therapists. Um let what Okay, so words mean things. Couples retreat. Yes. Couples. Couples. Coupled. Couples. Retreat. Couples retreat. Why would either of y'all invite Kevin or Winter to a couples retreat when they're not a couple? Yes. For mess. Like for mess. And I'm here. Creating a storm of mess. And I'm here for it. I am here for it. So I'm looking forward to that. Like we said, um, DC, a lot of people were saying how DC was boring and blah, blah, blah. Uh, again, got spoiled with love and marriage Huntsville. But as you can see, the drama is bubbling up to the surface, both in their marriages and in these friendships, friendship dynamics. So it's getting really interesting. And I will say, I hope it is picked up for a second season. I really do. Yeah. And I think the initial burn was like the focus, the high, especially the first few episodes, the hyper focus on Monique. Yeah, it's become much more enjoyable now that she's not the main focus. Like yes. she got the job she wanted, she's doing that, and so I'm glad they're showing her less and less. Now she the now she the main mess starter, but she's not the main focus. Not, yeah. not anymore. Now that they've gotten more episodes in. Um. Love and marriage, yeah. Love and marriage, Huntsville. Let me tell you, marry men who have emotional intelligence because you don't want to be sitting with niggas like these. We watched three men moan and groan about a couple's retreat to help iron out issues that they said visibly exist in their marriages to the point where they had to go to a rage room to get their shit off. They are moaning and belly aching about getting help in their marriages. Okay. I'm glad that you brought, I'm glad that you opened with this frame because I thought like, I swear to God watching this, I was like, but y'all just was at the rate. Sonny, if little Tommy had two apples, like, if little motherfucking Tommy got two apples like, and somebody eat one, how many apples do he? You niggas was at that rage room blowing off big steam. But now a couple's retreat with Dr. Francis is just, oh, we don't need that. We've been doing fine. We've been doing great. Maurice is 40 fucking years old crying because he can't get pussy every night. From his wife, who they got 47 businesses combined. Because y'all want to paint this picture of black wealth and black excellence. Again, if Sonny, Maurice, if little Tommy had two apples, you can't get pussy every day. Now, granted, I get it because your wife fine as fuck. But you can't get pussy every day because y'all busy every day and y'all are not robots and she can't produce pussy for you every single goddamn day because she's tired because just like you she is working y'all you you don't sex every day is not really a thing it's not it's not realistic it's not realistic it's not realistic for people as busy as y'all let's be honest 
Like, if we are to really be honest, the level, the the amount of work that y'all do with all of these businesses and side hustles and this, that, and the third, it is absolutely unrealistic to expect to be having sex every day, multiple times a day. She can't suck your dick every day because her jaws are tired from talking and doing businesses like you are, nigga. We're speaking of sucking dick and jaws hurting. Shout out to... (laughs) Shout out to the... (laughs) Shout out to the this is Simona Lisa, and that's not why, but she asked the question, who you think got the worst dick on the show? And I said Marceau. This is a hilarious. I said Marceau because Tisha is so disinterested in intimacy and sex with Marceau, he can't be breaking her back. He cannot I, be busting her back out on a regular basis when she act like sex and intimacy is no big deal in a marriage. I agree. Um, see, we here, friend, because I agree. Like, I didn't even know somebody asked that question, but as soon as you said it, the first name popped in my mind was my soul. Because here's the thing, because like with Kimmy, at least she's she wants the like she actively wants that but again she's she like us i'll be realistic like sex every day is not a realistic thing i even think tiffany you does have some sexual interest in big lurch but with marceau and T- and tisha it is like they own two opposite sides of the goddamn planet yeah so so marceau can't be doing something right he can't be can't be can't be. But that's a hilarious question, though. Who got the worst dick on the show? That is a hilarious question. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. It's I very it was funny. A very funny episode. Um, I just, you know, I, I I think it's true. Which also speaking of, um, so Mel and Martel. Destiny, you got all that cake on your face, baby, because Martel responds like a dog in heat every time he sees his ex-wife. <laughs> you did all this grandstanding. That's my friend. Me and him been friends. I was the, the, the and you didn't fell out with this woman and everything else. And that hurt that nigga still won't hurt. I I truly, truly believe Martel Holt wants Melody back. So I got a question for you. Do you think Martel wants Melody back, or do you think he just wants to be married again? More than married. Back? No, I think he wants Melody back. Mm-hmm. I'ma tell you, I don't believe he thought she would ever leave. I don't think he thought she would ever leave. I think he thought she would continue to put up with it. And, you know, he eventually would get his shit together and then they could be happy again. It never crossed his mind that she would not only leave, but leave and take everything. Take the businesses, dissolve the businesses, take her money and her builder's license and run. I do think the reason we don't actively see Martell dating, because mind you, this is a single man. He could have went and made a family with his baby mama. right. He don't want shit to do with her. And it, re- it reminds me, and I know we have laughed and called it corny many times before, but he is somebody who became a victim to the 80-20 rule. 
he got that 20 percent in in his in Arion and but treated it like he was getting 100 percent only to find out after Mel was gone that that girl was a bigger headache than she was ever worth. And now you don't have your family and your your wife no more. I will say um, him being a bigger person and taking the kids to, you know, that what she was hosting was very, I don't think it was big of him. I'm sorry. I think it was one of those things to say, see, look, I'm she, she the one that's petty. Look, I brought the kids and it was my weekend. Look, look what I could do. Look what I could do. He wasn't doing it because he wanted to be supportive. He was yep. doing it to be petty because she yeah. won't return his call. She won't talk to him or anything like that. And to which, yeah, it was performative. And Mel, you you are petty too. And I don't care how much you dislike the nigga, hate the nigga. Anytime he's texting you or emailing you or calling you about the kids, you do have an obligation as a as a co-parent to pick up the fucking phone and return communication. Anything now, about I, I, outside I of the kids? Outside of the kids, no, you don't owe him shit. I have a question for you. Do you think um do you think Martel is using that? Because I do agree with you. If it's about the kids, she does have an obligation. But do you think Martel is petty enough or even enough to use that as yes. excuses? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. See, that's my yeah. thing. That's my thing. I yeah. agree with you. But, but, but that's the thing, my thing is, even if he's being petty and using it to, to get her attention or have communication with her, ultimately it's still about the kids. So yeah. I you do gotta think that return- puts her in kind of an unfair situation, yeah. though, but I do agree with you. It is. All of this is unfair to Mel, if we're being honest. I think it, yeah. I think it's yeah. extremely unfair that she's had to start life over and have to co-parent with somebody she thought she was going to spend the rest of her life with. It's all very much so unfair. And even having to co-parent with a petty, vindictive-ass nigga is super unfair. Um, but I, yeah. ultimately, the kids trump all of this. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of where we at. But It's just an unfortunate situation in there. For sure, because, because because he's so goddamn evil and petty, and all Absolutely. of this is his fault. All of this is his fault. Absolutely, because you Absolutely. remember that scene. He was talking about it. He was painting when he was talking to Big Lurch, and I will say, I he, maybe it's just me, but I think Big Lurch picked up on it a bit because even he was questioning, like when he was talking about, oh, she, you know, this type of person, and she just evil, and you know, she got this in her heart, and he was like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. So I I feel like some of them are even starting to see like, eh, I don't know, Martel. You mm. well, Marceau said it at the wine tasting, and Martel started to get mad. But Marceau was like, You can't say that woman got a cold heart and she cold hearted after the, all the shit you did to her. You gotta take some I, accountability. Yeah, I do that. yeah. Yeah, I do she's, remember that. She's, yeah, he she's, did say that. he's he's not accountable. And at until all. I feel like honestly. Until he can offer her a, a sincere apology with change behavior without buts, I'm sorry that I did that. I know I fucked up, but you did ABC. No buts. He has never offered Mel um, a public apology full stop with him just owning the shit that he did. It's always a but in there. And so I don't yeah. think they'll the only, ever have the only, the, thing, 
Go ahead, the only thing I can, The only thing I can even think of that was close to that, even though it was like, nigga, why did you go on the show, was when he went on the Steve Harvey show and did that. And in, in the apology, he didn't do a but, but leading up to it, when he was talking to Steve and the other women on the show, he was, but, but Mel did this, but Mel did that, blah, 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 blah. So it's never been a sincere, full, like, accountable apology with changed behavior. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and before we get out of here, a little bit of tea. Martel, Mel, Martel, Mama, Mel, Mama, and the kids. I don't know if this includes little outside baby. Um, are on a family vacation together, and Mel claims that their son started at IG Live without them knowing. Let me tell you something. Stop mm-hmm. being stop being weird. Stop being weird. Stop being weird. And when I mean stop being weird, for the sake of filming the show, you didn't film with Martel all season up until this most recent episode. Yo, you act like y'all don't have no communication and this, that, and the third. And while I agree that you don't shouldn't want to have no communication with him, y'all have kids together. And at some point, y'all are gonna have to be better people so y'all kids can heal. And so you don't have to explain to anybody why you are on a family vacation with your kids and your ex-husband and y'all's parents, because y'all have four kids together. And this is right. go- not going to be the, the, the last family vacation y'all take together. And if y'all don't get back together, which I'm not going to say what I hope for, cause I don't, I'm not, don't know either one of y'all, but what I will say is that there could be a possibility in the future that y'all end up going on a family vacation and bringing y'all new, po- y'all new partners along. Never fucking know. But stop being weird. Stop being weird. Y'all have to have communication for the sake of y'all kids. And y'all kids deserve to see y'all co-parent in a healthy way and communicate in a healthy way and be able to be in the same room together without acting like it's finna be fight night. There's nothing y'all could do about that. Y'all have four kids together. Y'all are gonna have to learn how to do things in a way that is not damaging to y'all kids. So all that my son snuck and started the IG live. No, he didn't. I don't believe that. And if you on a on a family vacation and your ex-husband there and his mama there, your mama there and the kids there, so what? Now what? What's there to hide? Just just, just stop trying to paint a picture that you don't uh, never fuck with him like that and just say, hey. He hurt me, and until I heal, I don't want shit to do with the nigga. But I'm sure, because we have younger kids, that we will get to a point where we can be cordial and we can co-parent and do things with our kids together and everything don't have to be separate. That's fine. You're entitled to that. But don't be blaming shit on them babies. Don't blame that on them babies. The babies don't deserve that. At all. At all. Next week is supposed to get really good because we finally see that fight that broke out many, many weeks ago with Wanda and Mel and Marceau and Martel and all of that. That's finally gone because they were filming when that happened. So we'll finally get to see exactly what went down. Everybody been real tight lipped about it. And hopefully Mm -hmm. it's real. That in itself itself says a lot. So I'm looking forward to that episode um, to see what actually went down. But it's 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 giving. You know, once y'all got that weird-ass Destiny male shit out of our face, 
I've been enjoying the season going forward because I Perfect. think we're seeing real kinks in in the armor of these marriages. Like I, we're seeing real issues in these marriages. Yeah. And I'm and I'm glad we are because Marceau has been trying to make us think him and Tisha got a perfect marriage. Kimmy been trying to make us think her and Maurice got a perfect marriage. We know Tiffany and Lewis is Tiffany's not attracted to Lewis and she needs to figure that out. The financial stability is there, but the intimacy is not. So we are seeing real shit happen in these relationships and I am enjoying that aspect of it. So yeah. but with that said, we out. We back next week. Be back like good friends.